you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey there, football fans. It's your old pal, Dave. You know, whether you ride a bike, a bronc, or a skateboard, Wrangler jeans are for you and for me. Classic or modern styles, a range of fits, all price points, vintage re-releases. Wrangler has something for everyone, and that includes, again, you and me. So visit Wrangler.com and check out their selection of jeans, shirts, and outerwear for men and women. I have a dandy looking button-down shirt, by the way. Western cut style, the way I like it. Um, So make sure you head over there. Wrangler.com. New styles, great fits. Wrangler, real comfortable jeans. And now, let's start the show. What are you going to buy? I'm going to get my mom a house, man. Probably my mom a house. Really? In L.A.? Or is she going to stay? Florida. Oh yeah, she likes Florida. You don't want her. You don't want her uh, coming on out there. Nah, she's staying in Florida. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com/ddfp. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. That voice, the voice of what I still consider, I don't care who got the Rookie of the Year, the Defensive Rookie of the Year award, Derwin James is my Defensive Rookie of the Year. 2018 style, there you heard it, cliffhanger. Did he buy his mom a house? That's what he told us he was going to do on the night he was drafted. Uh, We enjoyed talking with him then and since. We've caught up with him once again for a long-form interview. We'll play that for you as well as uh, our conversation with another of the stars from your Los Angeles Chargers, Melvin Gordon, one of uh, the most delightful guys in pro football. We covered it all with both these fellas, and we'll have that sound for you in just a second. Derwin comes to us thanks to, by the way, uh, DirecTV NFL Sunday Ticket was marking its 25th anniversary, and uh, so we got to talk to Derwin as a result of all that. I've been watching uh, Sunday Ticket pretty much for a quarter century. 
century. So it was fun to uh, to meet up with everybody and uh, and to get to sit down with Derwin. And we'll play that for you in just a second. In the meantime, a couple of a uh, couple of notes for you. First and foremost, me. Maurice Jones-Drew, Colleen Wolf. Wait, I shouldn't say my name first. We're all headed, and Eddie Spaghetti, and Emma VP, the whole gang. We're heading out to Austin, Texas for South by Southwest, Saturday, 12.30 p.m. Make a note of it at South by Southwest. Do you remember where it is, Emma VP? Can you give out those deets there? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, how much are you paying me to go? Because I'm paying me for this conversation, really. What are you, one of these guys who now, to, in order to say anything, you have to get paid $500 or something? I don't know. Trade me. We'll see. I don't know. What's this about? Um, what's this new thing with you? Attitude. I don't know. You guys Spaghetti, do you know what's going on here? I was in the Midwest. I'm totally lost to what's going on here. This is uh, surprising, to say the least. What do you to feel like? Uh, I mean, I invited you over to my house last week. I don't think... That happened. I've never been to your house. I mean, we've been you together for nine been. years now. You think I would have? You could have come over to my house once. No, nope, never. All right. Okay. Well, let's just move on with the show. I don't know what's going on there, but South by Southwest. Me, Maurice Jones, Drew, Colleen Wolf, up there, kibitzing with you. Hopefully, you'll be in attendance there. Twelve thirty p.m. Eddie Spaghetti, would you mind filling in the uh, the info here for the people? We are, it was at the JW Marriott in uh, downtown Austin. I believe it's on uh, 2nd Street, if that sounds about right. It's the main Marriott there. It's a 1230 show in a uh, one of the South by Southwest conference rooms uh, in within the hotel. All right, I'm going to try and figure this out here since no one else is helping out. I don't know what's going on with you guys. It's like uh, it's become a real circus around here at the DDFP. The, you know, the, this is one of the proudest organizations in sports, and you guys are embarrassing. Is it, it the right Brazos now. Room? The B-R- Brazos Room, B-R-A-Z-O-S. That's exactly right. So make sure you're around there for us. South by Southwest, it figures to be a splendid time. Oh, we are going to bring the literal 10-foot pole with us. I know that Correct. much, and we'll see what else happens. Spaghetti, you're coming? Uh, I am 100% coming. Okay. I mean, you might have to be our number one then. Because I don't if, – if, you know, if, if Emma's being a diva – yeah, I don't know what uh, what ha- I left LA for a, a Does week. She want more money or something. I think it's, it's like a See holdout. See what happens. You know, she doesn't want the she doesn't want to play under the franchise tag. Call me Miss Moneybags. I'm not gonna call you that. I, I from now on. Oh. Hey, uh, by the way, um, Adam Carolla, make sure you check out. uh, I do a little something with him every day on the Adam Carolla Show. It's called Good Sports. Make sure you check out at Chassis.com, not Taco Bell material. We are going to have the Ace Man join us on the DDFP coming up soon. I promise that for today's show, we kick that down the road uh, by a little bit, but we'll get him in the meantime. Make sure you check out his new comedy special. It's grand stuff. Also, Daves of Thunder out there. Make sure you're consuming that one wherever you find your favorite podcast. And while you're there, look for the broadcast. Also, a new one coming out th- this Thursday. Is that all right to mention that, Emma VP? Yeah, that's great. Thanks. I mean, I- okay, you want to take a picture or something like that just to make sure that w- the world knows everything's o- all good with us? Yeah. Okay. Only in black and white. <laughs> 
Okay, we'll do that in just a minute here. Um, all right, let's get to it then, shall we? Still to come, like I say, number 33, Derwin James. Could have been Defensive Rookie of the Year, sure to be an All-Pro for the next decade or so in that Chargers secondary. But first, let's get to one of my very favorite guys to kibitz with in all of pro football. We first met him a year and a half or two ago, and every time we catch up with him, he is positively delightful. Here he is, one of two guys on the Chargers named Melvin. And this time, it's the Wisconsin product, Melvin Gordon. All right. One of my favorite guys. I said it a couple of years ago, the first time we crossed paths. I said, this is one of the most delightful characters in all my time of covering pro football. Here he is, number 28 from your Los Angeles Chargers. It's Melvin Gordon. What's yeah. happening, What's fella? Happening, How are you? Long time no see. I know, man. I miss you. I, well, you don't have to anymore. I'm right <laughs> next you look so fancy. Look at that uh, chain around your neck. Yeah, Flash. It's nice, man, it's nice, man. My jeweler got me right, man. It does Need look to make you a piece. I would like that very much. What would be my nickname, though? Like something that is intimidating in a way. Like Flash says what people need to know about you coming yeah, in. Like what yeah. would be a good football nickname well, for can, me that says it all? Well, you see, you don't even have to have like a name. You can have like a mic. Get a mic. Okay. Oh, just a microphone. Get a microphone. Yeah, guy who never shuts yeah. up. Yeah. You know, that'll, <laughs> I'll talk your ear off if you aren't careful, foes. You know? Hey, uh... Melvin Gordon, you really did have a dynamite year. And I remember talking with you about a year ago. Your, your, your MO is, well, of course, in part because of Flash, is that you're super fast and elusive. But the fact of the matter is, and the NFL fully, but we talked about this, yeah. uh, I think, a year and a half or two ago, legitimately. But I think the NFL now understands that Melvin Gordon's a banger who yeah. punishes the defender more than the defender punishes him. See, that's it, true. And see, Cavs don't make a difference with that. I, You remember. I didn't know if you remember. That's right. Cavs um, don't make a difference. See, you can run hard with small Cavs. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, it's a plague on the Chargers organization. Play-by-play -play man, Matt Money Smith, suffers from the same, same ailment as you. Skinny Cavs. <laughs> But I don't think he could run over any uh, NFL defenders. No, like I, don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Let's talk about it. It was a great season overall. Let's start with the bad part, the end of the season. Yeah. What happened in Foxborough, by your estimation? Because you guys didn't lose. I yeah. mean, they just, it was, a, it was, you know, they pretty much it, at halftime was like, well, that's the end of that yeah. season. Well, you know, I think we, you know, we started out slow on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, they made us one-dimensional. They took away the run game. They took me out the game early. You know, when, you know, we, they scored, we scored, they scored, they stopped us, they scored again, they stopped us, they scored again, they stopped us. Now it's what, 30, 35, when, 7? Or? When it was 21 to 7, if you can recall that moment in the game, you guys have the ball. And I remember in that moment, my tweets always are super important, and I yeah. assume most <laughs> players and coaches are following in real time to, to understand what they should do next. Mm -hmm. and I, I tweeted, though, the sky is not falling, Chargers. At 21-7, you just got to start giving it to 28 here. Yeah. And they did on first down, and you made eight yards. And then the next play, Phil had you open in space, yeah. and he just flat out missed you. Yeah. But if he had hit you 
I mean, did you have nothing but green? I mean, you would have gotten down in the red zone at minimum. I'd have got the first probably, but you know, it happens. It's a lot he has to see. I'm not. I'm not putting it on old man Phil there. I'm just saying old man Rivers. But I mean that that moment, the game was not out of reach at that point. Did you guys kind of feel that way? We did. We did. You know, we always feel like we in the game until it hits zero zero. But you know, until it's all four zeros across the thing. But. uh, we got down bad, pretty bad, and when we had to pass it every down, it's easy to play that as a defense, you know, because I'm out the game. I felt terrible because, you know, I, I worked so hard. We worked so hard, and me personally, my goal was to get to the playoffs and, you know, got there, and then I felt helpless, you know, because I got taken out the game. By your estimation, what gives with Belichick? I mean, what voodoo does that guy work that – and no one else can do. I mean, you saw the Chiefs yeah, game, yeah. I'm sure. And was that, or were you still? Uh, no, I seen, it, I seen it, I seen. I it. mean, how do you, how do you figure that they can take away Tyreek Hill and make him nothing in yeah, the game? They did. And Travis Kelsey save one, uh, one big catch there. How does a, how does that guy do it? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's but I seen it first. Right? Yeah, I seen it. Yeah. He has a great game plan. He has a great game plan, man. Not just, I mean, they, they, they got, a, they run a great scheme over there. You know, and you can't make mistakes. I think if you know, D four is my guy, but if he don't go offsides, that's game. And I don't. I think what makes what separates the Patriots from everybody else is that's the Patriots. They wouldn't be offsides. You know. And I they guess make that's that play, a fair so. point. But yeah, it is crazy. Now, speaking of offsides and related matters, one of the sore spots for me as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan is when Melvin Gordon and company paid a visit to Pittsburgh, PA. You didn't even play in the game. No. But you remember it, though, right? Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Facts. Of course. Remember, well, we went into There were some lousy calls in that game. It was. It was you heard it was, about that, it right? Was, it, was some, it was some calls. It was some calls. But you guys still had a chance to win it. You guys were still up now. Well, the play of the season was Sean Davis. I mean, was Joe Hayden intercepting Phil in the end zone? I mean, that would have swung the AFC. Yeah. Because uh, Hayden picks off Rivers in the end zone. Got hit. And Sean Davis trucks him. <laughs> hit him. And what then Keenan caught it. Then Keenan caught it. Good job, Slay. No, Good no, job, boy. No, no nothing. No, that, that's rear view mirror. Yeah, Come rub on, it be in. Classier than that, rub Melvin. It in. No, on, no, man. no. We got to rub it in, man. Do you now feel, because that would have made the Steelers, they would have won the they division, they would have made yeah. maybe even a, a gotten a bye. Do you now feel, I mean, the, the numbers speak for themselves, six years in a row, if you don't have a bye, you don't go to the Super Bowl. Is that now, is that the conversation as you guys walk out? Um, of the Chargers locker room into the offseason. Next year, we got to get a bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we want to stay home. It's not, it's, we want to stay home. That's that's the, the main thing. We get that bye. We know we went on out. We could, we have home field advantage. And I think that plays a part because we had to travel to Baltimore. We had to come back. Then we had to travel to New England. Like, that, that takes a toll on you, man. So we'd rather get that bye week, that, that first seed. And we don't have to worry about none of that flying. People had to come to us. Well, a couple of questions about that. I was going to ask you, what is worse ultimately, the travel or being in L.A., getting used to? And, in fact, I was talking about that in the run-up to the Foxborough game when they were saying it's going to be really cold there. I said, one. everybody keeps saying, oh, the Chargers are a warm-weather city. Um, I kept saying, not their runners, man. Yeah, Justin yeah. Jackson and Melvin Gordon yeah. are Big Ten guys. They are, they are no strangers to that. What affects you more, the cold or the travel? The travel. The cold doesn't bother. It wasn't cold in New England. I'm, I'm used to that. We got heated seats. In Wisconsin, we didn't have heated seats. We had to stand in front of the blower, so having heated seats is dynamite for me. So it's more the travel, honestly, traveling there. It's, it's, it's draining, man. 
as far as the the uh, home field advantage that you mentioned, it's something a lot of people talk about. What what's it like being in the stadium when it's generally is it like or is every game basically like a fifty fifty kind of thing? Every game was uh, more like a fifty fifty, but uh, that last one we played was like seventy thirty, almost eighty twenty Chargers fans. And that's why I wish we would have had, you know, we would have beat Baltimore and we'd have been able to get that first seed because that's, I was like, okay, if we could bring this to the playoffs, if you guys come support us like this, that would be dynamite for us. Yeah, that would be cool. And and then, again, in just a little while, you're going to be in the new digs there, and you've been talking about that a little bit, that you don't want the Rams to win for obvious reasons. Do you feel, are you getting any heat, or is it not any, you're not getting any real grief from anybody? You just gave me a little heat, but, I mean, it is what it is. You call me a hater, it is what it is. Uh, I don't like any team, honestly. I don't like the Patriots neither. That's just, but, you know. I like the Patriots a little more than I like the Rams, so that's just what it right, is. Right, because they're your neighbor. and yeah. they're, I never understood these people who – are you one of these guys who, when it comes to the Big Ten, people always uh, – uh, I, I root against Michigan and Wisconsin and Ohio State and everybody else when they're playing in a bowl game or otherwise, and people say, but it's good for the – what do I care? That's a, I don't want to see my neighbor do well. They they're, they bullied my team around. I went to Indiana. I don't want to see – I don't want to see you guys go on and do well. I want to see you lose just the way you made us lose uh, during the season, right? <laughs> yeah, well, majority of the time we beat most of the teams, so I don't care who wins. But I do like, in that sense, I do like I'm different because I do like seeing the Big Ten win in the boat when they face the SEC because I hate the SEC. That's all they talk about. So I like when the Big Ten, but, you know, we usually kind of lose except, you know, Wisconsin, Ohio State. How do you – I'm, I'm one thing that is a bit – one of the many differences between pro football players and, uh, and loser Dave is not just the physical ability, but you have a different level of, con- uh, of confidence. But also it seems like – you're able to let go of stuff because you have to let go of them. Oh, that that loss plagues me, kind of feeling. But at what point? What's the game that you feel like, aside from the one up in Foxborough? That man, if we would have had that one, I look at. I'm not trying to answer it for you, but I I look back at too. I feel like you had the the Chiefs beaten week one. You guys you guys could have won that in one. Denver. If you do you do oh in Denver first Denver game. That's a that's a good one. That's yeah. the one that hurts because yep. it was a it was That's a good call. I was feeling it. I we had a play where it was first, you know, I got five yards, I was feeling it. I'm like, oh yeah, we had them. And then the next play I ran the wrong play. And then it just went downhill. That's a game we should have won that we shouldn't have lost and we did and that ended up in the long run kinda taking away our our uh our number one seed, I feel like. I mean we talked a year ago about this, that there was nothing lacking on the Chargers, uh, you know, top to bottom, if you got some luck in terms of health. And you kind of sort of did by Charger standards, but yeah. not really not in really. global not standards. Really. You can, <laughs> not really at all. <laughs> I mean, but it was better than it was in it years. Has, it has been. And you made some kicks, so it seems like things are going all got right. Kicker. We got a kicker. And we did, say, we did say that um, Derwin James would be the best player in the draft. I, I, I kept pounding the table for that and I said that and, and by the way he felt like the missing piece for what yeah, you lack yeah. what now needs to happen for the Chargers for you to to get that number one seat? uh well you know we just got you know maybe maybe get another corner we get another corner in there we lost Jason hopefully he comes back yeah I mean imagine yeah, if you get him and Hayward player. back there yeah man and yeah, King man. and uh, and no not to discredit those other guys no. but Jason's a you know he's a he's a different type of 
different type of guy out there. Let's just be honest. I watched him take away Antonio Brown. That's something nobody does. That's something almost nobody does. Completely. And he made me a believer after that. But, you know, you get guys like him back. We lost Denzel. I don't. He, Denzel. Now let me tell you, he's one of my favorite Chargers to watch. I'm not gonna be honest. The way he hits guys is oh, just. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just unrealistic. But he, you know, he just has to stay healthy. You two colliding. I mean, yeah. He's he's the unsung yeah uh, piece. I always say it's the Jenga theory. I have. If you take difference. the wrong piece out of the Jenga, the whole thing implodes. I always I say that about the Chargers defense. You take you take uh, uh, Perryman out of there. That run yeah. defense is very different. So let me give you a stat. Uh, I don't think for this year, but last year, I think when we had Denzel uh, in the game, we was top ten in stopping the run. When he was out, we was I think thirty-two or something like that, the last mm-hmm. in the league in stopping the run. It's, it, I mean, he makes a difference. <laughs> yeah, he makes a difference. I, I like him, man, and I came in with him. So, and he's got one of those crazy necks. Yeah, man. You know? God, he he looks like a like you you know those Under Armour mannequins. Yes, he looks like one of them, just a little shorter, but he, he kind of does. If he if Gosh. his neck, if your calves could be the size of his neck, <laughs> then we'd really be cooking with we gas. Really, we you know? really be on the side. Then yeah. you'd even be maybe a little bit better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're doing very well. And I, I'm, you know. Um, so what do the Chargers have to do? We right? got to win the next year. Simple as that. We have to. Otherwise, we're going to be, I guess, it's gonna, they're going to be the, the Lakers and we're going to be the Clippers in a sense. That you, that you know, can I give you an idea? I know that the, the the organization hears it a lot, but you got juice within the building. Maybe you could talk to Old Man Rivers about pushing this as well. What? And I mean this. Yeah. This is not jive. You guys shouldn't be the L.A. Chargers. You should be the Hollywood Chargers. That don't sound bad. Because that creates the distinction that you're looking for. Yeah. L.A. This and by the way, you both wear blue and gold, which is nice for color scheme inside the stadium. True. But still, if you guys, then you just or I mean, go SoCal. What about the SoCal uh, Chargers. Chargers? Something, huh? I don't know. I wouldn't mind a little, a little different differentiality in that because I don't want anything to do with the Rams. Nothing, name, nothing. So. All right, right now you're seeing. Now this is what Maurice was talking about. <laughs> I'm a hater, but it's okay. I hate on. I don't. I like the players though. It's not like I hate on Todd. I do like you hang Todd. out with them? With Todd, every once in a while. Do you? Me and Todd Link. That's like when you hear about uh, uh, WWE. Like, wait, those guys are rivals in the ring. And the, wait, they're out they're driving around out. together? Yeah. That's not cool. So, wait, who do you hang out with on the Rams? Uh, Todd. Oh, do you? Yeah. He's a, I, I'm not surprised to hear that. He's another delightful fella. He's cool, man. He's a cool dude. So, it's like, it's not, when I say I want them to lose, it's not like I want him to play bad. I think Aaron Donald is the, the best NFL player in the game. That's right. I give credit when it's due. So I don't I think they got great players. I'm really cool with Brandon Cooks. We went to a high school all-star game together. So me and him were close. And so it's not like I, you know, have any bad blood against them. I, I just want them to play great and lose. The only thing about Todd Gurley that I'll say is, and people make fun of his last name, but Todd is one of <laughs> that, that's a weird name for a baby. You know, like if you have a oh he's so cute. Look at him. Tickle what's his name? Todd. You know, like, like what? That's a weird Actually, now I don't I know many Todds. Actually, yeah, it's actually a weird name for a grown-up man too. <laughs> you know, it's not. That's like one of those ones that there's no winners in that. That's why you go by TG. T, oh, that's probably TG four hundred. That's it. Maurice is on the air right over there. What? Hey, Maurice. Be cool. I mean, he's he doesn't have to root for you. He's not a hater at all. He's a. Why no, should I be rooting for the Rams? For the Rams. What does that mean? 
I don't play for the Rams. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> All right, 28. What a pleasure to catch up with you once again. Maurice, he doesn't want to. He doesn't get it. He, you know? he, he doesn't get he it. You know? he don't he's, understand. he's one of these people. He's a prima donna fancy pants. He's not yeah. a regular guy like you and me. All right, what we'll do in the off season? You talk to Ingram. Okay. Let's do the M&Ms already. Okay, we need to. We really do. And one last question. Did you get your Melvin's record? Yeah, uh, I got it hanging up in my locker. You do. I heard still. I heard tale that that was the case. I'm still. happy. I, I, got I appreciate it. I still it. got it up there. I gave one to Ingram, and, one, and I said, make sure you give this one to yeah. Gordon. I'm glad to hear yeah. he did it. Yeah, He's a I man of honor. And a, uh, a man of great repute and uh, football dominance, running the football. Don't try to tackle him unless you want to take some punishment in doing it. The great Melvin Gordon, everybody. Yeah, man. I'll let your boy. <laughs> All right, Spaghetti. I don't know if you heard that, but uh, it sounds like we're on. We got to get him and Ingram in the same spot, and then we shall dominate uh, advertisements for M&Ms going forward. I know. We tried it last year. We got a couple props, and then unfortunately something came up with uh, with Melvin Gordon. Ingram, but. no. Ingram got stuck in uh, in Florida somewhere. He was uh, on the East Coast and couldn't make his flight. Remember that? Oh, that's where it was, too. And then Gordon was ready to go. Yeah, but then a second time we tried to camp, and then Gordon, I don't know if it was like an injury or something, had to leave. He left early, uh, and we had him. We, that's when we brought the Melvin's records, and by which he has on the locker. That's right, that's and the, right. And the M&Ms as well, so it, it's going to eventually happen. I mean, when we had Gordon in studio, he was, I mean, a top, not, one of my personal favorites. I agree, yes. Well, then you just heard, he, he remains delightful. So there he is, one good guy on the Hollywood Chargers. Now let's hear from another one, a rising star in all of pro football, just one season in it certainly looks like he is going to be a dominant force for the next decade in pro ball here he is everybody number 33 derwin james you're listening to dave damashek you're listening to dave damashek you're listening to dave damashek hello derwin I thought that would be a good host move to stand up and greet you like that, right? That was classy of me. Yes, sir. How are you, Derwin James? Congra- congratulations on uh, a spectacular rookie season. I'm doing good, man. I'm happy to be here, man. All right. I want to chop it up. Of course, I want to hear about uh, your experience the first season from the last time I saw you, which was uh, draft night back in Dallas and everything that's happened there. Draft night. I asked you and everybody else, all the first round fancy pants, what they were going to do with that big check when they got it. And uh, you told me, I, I only have to buy one thing. I have to buy my mom a house. Let's yeah. get an update on that first. Have you taken care of business? Yeah, I took care of mom's first. Uh, bought her her dream house. Uh, she was happy. She cried. She, she couldn't believe it. So, you know, <laughs> that's one of my goals. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's nice, but it makes uh, the likes of me look bad. I've never bought my mom a house or anything, you know, or even a car or something. I've got to get on that now, but I, but I will uh, get to work on that. Let's talk about where the season ended, and then we'll get to sunnier things. In Foxborough for you and the Chargers, and going into that, that, you guys had become that mythical team that no one wanted to play, you know, in January. You guys looked awfully scary. Really, it was whoever survived the Ravens and Chargers game. That was the team that might run all the way to the Super Bowl. 
And, uh, you know, I'm not telling anything you don't know. They didn't, you didn't lose the game. I mean, they, they, they kind of beat you up pretty good. What happened up there? Uh, they came out and executed better than us. I mean, Tom Brady, um, one of the greatest players of all time, came, came out and, uh, you know, he had a great game against us. They had a good game plan, and um, we waited too long to execute. Uh, mm -hmm. Came out too slow, too flat. Do you, um, as you, I mean, you know, one year under your belt now, have you picked up anything about what Belichick is doing that the other 31 teams haven't figured out? How is he able? You saw the Chiefs game the following week. How can he take away Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey when no one did the entire season with, and by the way, with undrafted uh, free agents in the secondary? I mean, it's a reason they're competing for championships every year over there. I mean, they got two, uh, great coaches and a great player, so... Um, like I say, Bill Belichick's one of the best also. So um, you, when you put a great quarterback and a great coach together, I mean, you see what success you have. I ask guys this a lot, and they usually deny that this is the case. But you guys are human beings after all, and I can tell that you admire Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Did you at any point in the pregame, during the kickoff, or early on just look across the sideline and say, oh, my God, it's Tom Brady. How are we going to beat that nah, guy? I didn't do that. I was looking across the sideline that I'm coming out here, I'm trying to win. But, you know, we came up short, and um, they, they got the best of us and down there in the Super Bowl. Well, it was a, a great season for you guys, and uh, you also played the Rams, and you took a pretty good run at that team as well. People forget that. This was the Rams at the height of their powers. They were rolling everybody, and you guys showed up there and, and really took a, a, a real good shot at them and almost knocked them off. What stood out to you about the Rams and uh, and what impact they will have on the outcome of this game? Uh, they got a lot of game-changing cha players. Uh, players like Aaron Donald, Ty Gurley. Uh, they, those are guys that can take over a game at any time. And uh, Sean McVay do a great job of play calling also. So I say the Rams are a good team also. I talked with Melvin, uh, Melvin Gordon a couple of days ago, and he's catching a lot of heat. By the way, he's delightful, isn't he? That Melvin yeah, yeah, Gordon. A lot funny. of good guys on your team. A lot of nice fellas, right? Yeah. I, I pointed out to him, and now I have to point it out to you, too. It's, I, I think you guys are to be admired a little bit more than at first blush because you guys are a good pro football team despite having not one but two grown men named Melvin on it. Seems like a, you know, like. Melvin and Melvin. That would be good for, like. If you were playing, like, you know, chess or something, but football, Melvin. Melvin and yet and you Melvin. still are good in spite of that, so kudos to you and uh, and the rest of the guys. But uh, Melvin's getting a lot of heat right now for saying that he doesn't want the Rams to win. They're your crosstown rival. That makes all the sense in the world to me. Where do you come down on this? I mean, if they win, they, they deserve to win. I mean, they work hard all season. Um, they, they win for I'm a little different. So if they win, they win. I'm not really too much of a hater. I mean, if, if they come out and execute, I mean, they deserve to win. Do you, so you don't feel that sense of rivalry? You're a Florida State guy. Do you, I mean, you don't want to see the U. You don't want to see Florida all, all winning. I, all anybody? I care is about my team winning. If is we that not, right? If we're not there, then that's all that matters. I, I, I mean, if they earn it, I feel like they deserve it. What, let's talk about a division rival or the team that you saw twice, and a lot of people were thinking that it might end up being the AFC title game, the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and while you were really immediately a splash player, that you, you were obviously a, uh, a high-end player by September. That was obvious to anybody watching, blowing up pretty big. And, and you saw them up close in week one, and that's another game that the Chargers just about had there. 
Um, the remark that I keep hearing about is is people seem awestruck by Tyreek Hill in person. What, what What's your opinion on uh, him? I, I do believe people sometimes, you know, kind of be starstruck when they see him because uh, he's a very electrifying player with his mm. speed. I mean, his speed is like no other. Uh, I mean, literally, it, though. It, people no, literally, say they've like, never seen anything no, like it's, that. It's, it's, it's crazy to be a, a human being to move that fast and to be able to accelerate so fast. So, um, like I say, he's he's a fun player to play against. Yeah, and he's not a he's not a sprinter. We've had some of those in the NFL over the oh, he's years. He's a football player, but yeah, he's he's a guy happens to be the fastest guy perhaps on the planet. Or I think he would keep up with those Olympic guys, right? <laughs> Nobody knows how fast he is. You know what's weird though is uh, that so on that so you have Tyree Kill and then uh, you, you, that team you've seen, but then also your QB. Phil Rivers, and then Tom Brady, and then Peyton Manning are three of the all-time greats. But forget Derwin James or Tyreek Hill. I could go and beat them in a foot race. What gives there? How can you be the the greatest of all time and, and uh, this pot belly can take you out on the street and beat you in a foot race? Because I feel like your athletic ability don't define what type of player you is. I feel like it's your mind. And those guys are some of the smartest players in the NFL. Know the game like the back of the hand. So uh, it's great to have guys like that in the locker room with you and to be able to play against guys like that that are so smart. That's ultimately what it's about right for 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 the quarterbacks the guys that can just stand in the pocket we see guys that can move around pretty well and yeah, everything but it's about those guys that but that's play. why those guys can play until they're 40 because they never depended on their athletic ability yep. besides uh their, besides their right arms it yep. was always about having a superior mind right yes sir yes sir um what's what was more striking to you Tyreek Hill's speed or uh or that uh, whip attached to uh <laughs> To Patrick Mahomes' right shoulder. Uh, which one you say? Patrick Mahomes. I've never seen anybody sling it the way that guy can. Uh, I say I say Tyreek Hill, just speed. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback too. Got a good arm, a strong arm. Can throw it off any foot, any toe, left or right handed. So, yeah. Is that uh, is this going to be? Do you suspect it's interesting with Phil Rivers now at the point in the career that he's reached? Is um, is uh, this feels to me like this is gonna, we're going to yeah. get some good. Um, additions to to that head to head in yeah, 2019 and um, the next couple of years. Next couple of years, we're all young, um, like you say, with Tyreek Hill and Mahomes and myself and the guys like Melvin on my team. Uh, so it's gonna be a great battle. We went one one this year, so uh, we're looking forward. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but still no rivals. So so there's no one. So so there's not a least favorite team out there. I don't want to see this team again. There, there's not a team that kind of that's look, a tough matchup for us. No, nah, I look I look forward to playing every game that we have on the schedule. Honestly. Um, all right, I want to do something with you, something that I enjoy talking to guys that end up being great. In it, and uh, I'm not just saying this because you're sitting next to me. In part, it is because I want, I want you to like me, but uh, more just because I believe it to be true. I said that you're the best uh, defensive player at minimum in the draft, and I was surprised at, at draft night to watch you falling down the board. Are you one of these guys, chip on, on Brady, certainly? Oh, yeah, I had, a, I had a big chip on my shoulder because I did feel like I was the best player in the draft coming out last year, and I feel like my tape, uh, it, it spoke for itself, and I did good at the combine, so, you know, I didn't really know what was the reason behind all that, but like I say, I'm happy to be a L.A. Charger, and I'm excited things going to be in the future. Well, listen, it is... Uh it, 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 
is one of those things that I've talked to guys and it lasts an entire career and it even transcends the career. They never forget the teams that passed over them. Do you have anybody out there that you said, that's going to be a mistake, and Team X, I will make you pay for, for the next 15 years? I feel like the Bucks passing on me, you know, being a hometown kid, you know, I, I kind of felt a little salty about that. But <laughs> uh, like I say, I'm just happy to be a L.A. Charger. Yeah, you could have gone to the Browns, but they went Baker. All right, that makes sense. The Giants took Saquon. Okay, Jets, Sam Darnold, Browns, Denzel Ward. I thought right there that would have been maybe a nice spot for uh, for you to be the good. quarterback of the good. defense. You see, you don't like this game as much as I enjoy doing this, right? I feel like you're it's like, ah, we all, don't need to play this. No, I don't it's, need all, it's all good. I'm happy playing your game. <laughs> <laughs> the Niners took Mike. Yeah. That, was a, that seems like maybe that. I mean, they needed an old lineman. I mean, he's, he, he blocked you don't, pretty good. You don't, have to, you don't have to make excuses for those teams that didn't I mean, draft that, I'm, I'm not in their front office. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> up there making the, the big-time decisions. I love it. That's, see, you have a, you see, you're hard to shake because, yeah. yeah, you're not uh, getting mm -hmm. angry. You say you don't like to hate. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate. I'm so, you, so you don't necessarily buy, you don't need that fuel that Tom Brady and guys like that need. Michael Jordan needs, like, he, those guys look for the slightest of slights to, to burn a fire in them to take down whoever they're going. You're I not, feel like I got a natural fire lit to me. Uh, I'm a guy that come ready as soon as I step in the building. It's a fire already lit. One of these guys then, so it's not you're not measuring yourself against your foes. You're you're trying to I'm against myself. I get yeah. So and are you sort of like a historian? Do you admire guys that you watched growing up and yeah. say I want to be as good as that guy was? Yes, sir. Who uh, were those guys? Uh, all for the you? time, um, uh, guys like uh, Sean Taylor, uh, rest in peace. Um, Ed Reed, Troy Palomalo, a lot of great safeties that played this game at a high level and made plays. In a way, to me, you're sort of a throwback in the, in that sense that you um, are you're a big dude to be back there playing safety, you know. And think I so. What's that? You think so? Yeah. Oh, I. I mean, yeah. Compared to what? Yeah. What's a big dude? I'll just laugh. Um. So what is, I mean, coming in, there were some questions. I mean, they, they used you. I was, uh, you know, I'm. Uh, uh, the voice of the Chargers, Matt Money Smith, who uh, who I'm sure Matt you know Money. a little bit. Yeah, he's great. And he said in early in camp, he said, wait until you see Derwin James, what they're doing with him. They're moving him all over the field. They have him uh, blitzing. They have him basically, you know, serving as that eighth man, stepping up in the box. What's your preference, to to, to knock heads with guys who are yeah. carrying the ball or cover? It's, I like both, honestly. Uh, my coach asks me all the time, which one do you prefer? I, I like both, honestly. I just like um, I talk, they, they move me around a lot. Uh, they, they keep me in the box. They keep me deep. It just depends on the team and the game plan that week. So, you know, I just try to come out every weekend, you know, execute whatever they give me. I mean, not bad for a rookie. I mean, you were all over the field, but in terms of those uh, those splash numbers, three and a half sacks and three interceptions, so obviously you can get it done either way. Yeah, yeah I need a little more interceptions next year. Let's, all right, well, you'll get more. You, we have time. Yeah, we'll get, so wait, Mahomes, you'll be able to Derek Carr. I mean, that's going to, you know, <laughs> you know, we'll see if he's. I wish around. it came that easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what... Who was let's? I, I like talking uh, about uh, who is the back to wrangle. Who is the one that uh, you, you struggled with uh, over um, the season? Struggle with? Um, I don't really. Oh, you say you don't want it? You didn't struggle with nah, anybody? No, I, I don't really struggle. <laughs> not not like that. Not not many struggles this last year. Who? Well, then who? Todd Gurley was Todd Gurley was a good running back. Uh, he yeah, ran, he he ran the ball good. Um, and who else would we say? I mean, it wasn't really that many running backs. Who hurt the most when you tackled him? 
hurt. Yeah, who hurt you? Like, ah, man, I don't want to do that. I, I think it was times. a little bit of them feeling me more, a little bit, <laughs> than than me feeling them. But you really, well, listen, I mean, if you and I, I go. Try, I try to be the one to. If you're going to be doing, though, going forward, I can I can teach you a few techniques. I'll uh, give you my swim I can't move, wait to see that. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like you don't necessarily aren't taking me seriously, but. Uh, <laughs> All right, and then congratulations. People are amused by your by your laughter at me. Y'all, what y'all think? I don't like think that it's a Ravens it? fan doing it to me too. I... Y'all think you could do it? Uh, who is the toughest cover that you went up against? Who uh, you went up against? Guys like Gronk. I mean, you had. I mean, uh, I feel like uh, um, I say George Kittle. He was good uh, from the 49ers. He was a good tight end. Really, George Kittle? Yeah, and I went against Gronk, Kelsey, George Kittle. What's the now, you're clearly a man of high style, and uh, I want to sure. talk about the Chargers uniforms. And what, what can we do about those? You know, we, I mean, what are you talking about? Well, which ones are the good ones? The royal blue? Is that the nice one? The all royal I mean, blue? The baby blue's good. The royal blue's good. The all white is good. I mean, what, it depends on your favorite color. I like, well, the ones I like are those when you wear that royal blue. That, that, that baby look, blue? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. royal blue. Yeah, not, not, the, ro- not the baby blue. As you much. like the royal blue? Yeah, I like that when it's the, the pants and the shirt. I but the I like baby blue, right? The, the, uh, yeah, baby blue. I like when they favorite. put the like uh, black the numbers on the hats. Here's <laughs> another idea I have for you, and I told Melvin Gordon it as well. So you're not rooting against the Rams on any level. No, it doesn't bother you. It doesn't impact you. It don't make a difference. But if the Rams win, I'm not. I'm not trying to poke at you. But if the Rams win the game in our city, we both are in Los Angeles. It is interesting. From Florida to LA, and now we're meet, meeting up in Atlanta. It's interesting that this is uh, that this is where we got yeah. together here to review the season. Um, it it seems to me that. Uh, that L.A., the buzz is, you know, can L.A., does L.A. care about two teams and everything else? I think to distinguish, what if we go Hollywood Chargers? Now that's a new brand. <laughs> that sounds good. I want you to spread that around. I need to talk to Jim about that. Hollywood yeah. Chargers? Old man Rivers will love it, you know? <laughs> Why my man got to be an old man? Well, I, I, I didn't make that. Nature did. Mother Nature <laughs> made that call. What's I had old? nothing to do with that. How old is Philip Rivers? What's he, 37 now? I mean... You know, not, football, not compared football, to me. That's old. <laughs> Your life just getting started at Well, talk about not needing to be too athletic. I mean, like, with that throwing, do you ever make fun of the throwing motion? <laughs> no, nah, it was kind of weird uh, the first time I actually seen it in practice. It kind of <laughs> threw, me, threw me off a little bit. I told him about it. Uh, what, uh, what's the one game as we look back on the season that you felt like that was the one that got away? I wish, I wish if we could have one game back besides obviously that. Uh, I'll say the, uh, uh, the Denver game that we lost, uh, I feel like that, that kind of hurt us for the number one seed uh, coming into the playoffs. So that made us go on the road. So I say that Denver game really hurt us. That was, I agree with you, and we thought, you know, I, I would think that the Chiefs game that you almost had in week one really would have kind of flipped the script no, for the Denver, rest of the season. It was season. that Denver game. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. They took down a couple of teams, uh, <laughs> playoff-bound teams or yeah. teams that wanted to. Did you, Edge James is, uh, is your cousin. Did you grow up a, uh, a Colts guy? No, I, I grew up more of a college fan, you know, growing up. I was a Bucks fan coming up. Uh, it's crazy. I was a Bucks fan. But, um... I didn't really. I just watched players. I didn't really watch like the like a college more. I like. I'm getting college. that vibe from you that yeah, you're like a a, a player guy as opposed yeah, I like to a players team guy. Yeah. To a team. 
Uh, well, as far as you can answer this, then what? I mean, I, in my lifetime, it's been a long time since Florida State hasn't been good at uh, at football. We're the ACC country, SEC and ACC, I guess, in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Um, what's going on with Florida State? Uh, we just had a down year. I feel like once they get the right pieces in, because you know, with new coaching, a whole new coaching staff, uh, it's kind of tough, you know, transitioning. So I feel like uh, once they get their guys in, they're, they're recruiting, they'll be all right. Um, are the uh, the way you guys are constructed? I mean, I to me, um, a year ago, talking again to Chargers Matt Money Smith, he said the one piece that this Chargers team is missing is that splashy safety who can who can uh, work in um, coverage deep and you know, and then the the fringe benefit, not a small one, of you stepping up and and being the size of a linebacker, basically. But is this team top to bottom as you look at it? it and this isn't hyperbole. I think it's the most talented team yeah. in the NFL. Yeah, I feel like we're talented in, in every position that you really name. Um, we got a solid O-line. Our, our receiver core is solid. And then, um, like you say, uh, our DBs and D-line is really good also. So I feel like we get a couple more pieces in this draft. Um, I feel like we'll be good. What is the – if you – if Derwin call it for the Hollywood Chargers of 2019 at the draft. <laughs> Hollywood Chargers. I, listen, that's a great idea. No, you know man. what? That's a really good idea. <laughs> What, but, uh, let me ask you that, though, by the way, uh, now that I think of that, is the StubHub Center, what is that experience? Is it kind of like a bowl game in that it's, you know, it's kind of a 50-50 split a lot of the time? The Hub, is it's fun because it's like, it's unique. It's his own stadium. I mean, if you look across the league uh, at the different stadiums like Seattle and Kansas City, I mean, the StubHub is it's, it's smaller than those stadiums, but it's like, it, it got its own vibe. It's, I would think, yeah, I, it, I, it's got to be funny. It's, yeah, like, it's like, it got its own vibe. It gets pretty, it's, it's, it's good. You must have played in front of when you were in high school, right? No, I mean, I played in front of a 1,000 people in high school. It wasn't. Oh, okay. Any, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, college, I, I did about 90,000. I'm with you. That uh, that 30,000 kind of crowd size, that's interesting. Yeah. Intimate, no bad seat in yeah, the house and yeah, all that. Yeah, but everybody's right there. Everybody's close. So it's, it's That's good. All right. I'm going to bring the room down now because there was one other question I wanted to ask you about because I'm always interested in what goes on in the players' heads good and bad moments what was that plane ride from boston all the way i mean it's like the furthest flight you could take across the continental u.s after the game after the game was that was that a miserable experience i mean it wasn't miserable um we we was upset about the loss uh we was disappointed on how we played but we looked back on the season and we looked around on the plane and seen the guys that we have coming back and the young guys and the youth that we have and we just said we're going we're gonna to use this as momentum. I always, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I always like, though, when they say the, the broadcasters always feel compelled to try and make you feel better. Yeah. And they say, hey, this team, the Chargers, have nothing to hang their heads about. Well, I, th- I think you guys have worked pretty hard for like six yeah, months that's to what get I'm saying. to this so, point. Yeah, yeah. I think they have something to yeah, hang their heads yeah. about. But, you, but I do think you guys are positioned really well for 2019. I mean, sure. it, it, I don't feel like... There's going to be a whole lot of attrition in terms of uh, the players you have. You have a chance to pieces and could be even scarier than you were this past year. Yeah, I agree. All right, good. We're in agreement on that, at least. Yes, sir. First one other day. I wish you I wish you had the bloodlust that I have for the other teams out there. (laughs) I mean, I still am a little cross as a Steelers fan. about Everybody the same. Well, I know, but I, I still feel a little raw about when you guys came into Pittsburgh and what happened in that game. Oh, yeah, come back. Wow. One of the greatest comebacks ever in Stiller uh, Stadium, whatever you, whatever their stadium name is. Well, I didn't like it. I, for one, didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I thought the first half was fun. Yeah, the, yeah. then we came out to play ball second half. 
Yeah, but you have to admit that Joe and Davis really helped out in, on the last. I the mean, they the kept jumping quarter. off sides. Man, you got to stay on sides. Play within the rules. You can't. <laughs> you can't was, jump off sides. That was one of the crazier endings. Three straight offsides calls. Yeah, you and the can't rest do that. Like that's it, Steelers. Just get off the field. Oh, yeah, that's hard. By your own rights, like I say, you were uh, ridiculous watching you the X Sunday all over the field, and you're just uh, you're just getting going. I do think um, that it is not. Uh, an exaggeration or, or hyperbole. I do think that this guy is going to loom large for the next decade, the decade and a half, and is going to be dominating NFL fields for quite some time. Glad that we get this time with him uh, yes, right as he starts his career. Derwin James, everybody. You listen to me, damn There he goes, Derwin James, a lovely fella, and thanks again to DirecTV for hooking that up for us. Sunday ticket, 25 years now. People uh, can't envision what football must have been like. Spaghetti, your entire life basically has involved the Sunday ticket, right? Uh, I'd say almost, yeah. Uh, John Taffer from Bar Rescue had, like, he claims that he was the one that started Sunday ticket for DirecTV. He gave them the idea, which I find also incredible. The guy not only saves bars across America, but created the easiest way for a person in Los Angeles to watch the New York Giants. Uh, it's it's great. Well, good for him. But that was also, that's a matter of technology. When I was growing up, Spaghetti, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it ad nauseum, but really, it was your local game. Mm-hmm. And then for me, it was so I'm in Pittsburgh, so it was always the Steelers on TV. And then the afternoon game without fail, just about the Dallas Cowboys. There was always Pat Summerall calling the Cowboys game in the in the late one. And that was and then there was one other game uh, floating there. There was no such thing as Sunday night football. So you basically had got to watch two and a half ish games and that was it that was uh that was your sunday it, it's great too especially because coming up before you know the invention of red zone and some people i think i like red zone more than having the the slate of games in front of you because you could see the actual action you care about whereas like i've watched with like, my dad my dad needs to be locked into a certain game so if the later game was uh you know two bad teams and you're just kind of you don't care about that one you could at least switch to a different game but he doesn't like the non-stop action but so i mean for the time being sunday ticket was and it still is it's a, it's a great invention um um, all right, so we're off now, Spaghetti. We're heading to uh, Austin, Texas Correct. for South by Southwest. We're very excited about this uh, about this journey there. We'll see who we get the kibitz with when we return. We'll have a bunch of sound for you there. I, I'm aiming high, Spaghetti. I want to talk to, to Russ Cole. You know, I mean, True Detective has been the theme on the show for the last couple of weeks. So if we get a guy that's was in season one, was executive producer of seasons uh, one, two and three. Talk about that. Talk about his new projects. I also want to talk to Gwyneth out. Paltrow. That's who else I want to kibitz with. Is she gonna, I didn't even search. She's, she's there. Guest she's going to be there. I think there's, there's going to be a lot of people there. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to getting there. We'll see you there. If you're in Austin, Texas, uh, come and say hello. Otherwise, we'll talk to you when we, when we return. Make sure you're uh, if you're in Austin and at South by South. West track down the Dave Damashek football program. We'll be there doing a live show with Maurice and uh, Colleen, I believe, and we'll see what else happens along the way. In the meantime, thanks to Melvin Gordon, thanks to Derwin James, thanks to the Chargers, thanks to DirecTV. We'll kibitz with you on the other side of Austin, Texas. Until then, it's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 